all we're doing is we're masking this. We're we're learning something, right. but if we're not addressing the right. thing that is keeping me attached to right. what it is that's causing me to be here in the first place, it's all going to be temporary. That right. is why diets do they work? Yes. Am I a fan of them? Sometimes, right? Sometimes they can work very well for people. Are right. they sustainable long-term? No. Are they sustainable for, for people's lifestyle or change? No. Why? Because it doesn't address the core root. Welcome to the Audacious Living Podcast, hosted by my man, Audley Stevenson, the odd man. He'll unpack wisdom and insights from a cross-section of top quality performers in business, media, sports, entertainment, and lifestyle to uncover key elements to help you live your best audacious life ever. So without further ado, here is The Odd Man. Greetings and salutations, folks. Oddly, Stevenson back for another edition of the most audacious podcast the internet has to offer. This is the Audacious Living Podcast, and I appreciate you for being here as we continue our ongoing goal of helping our listeners live their best audacious lives ever as always i encourage you to connect with us on our social media channels you can find us on twitter instagram and facebook under the handle the audacious pod and then if you head over to youtube if you're or if you're watching uh this episode on youtube then you know there's a little bell down below that you can tap ding 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 and that way you can stay connected to all good things audacious related Now, the topic of conversation on this episode of the podcast is all centered around weight loss. Uh, It's a universal topic that every single one of us uh, has has encountered or struggled with at one point or another. So if if you're hearing this, you absolutely are not alone. And I'm glad that we're not alone because David Hernandez, uh, who's a freedom and wellness expert, he's a coach, he's a speaker, uh, and he's on the program and breaks away. Uh, and he'll talk about his method because it very much breaks away from the traditional uh, weight loss method that we methods that we know the diet, so on and so forth. He takes a totally, totally, totally uh, different approach, and he helps his clients by helping them understand the root causes to why uh, they struggle with their weight loss goals and, and how we can break unhealthy patterns in our lives and step into uh, and steps that we can do to change our relationship with food because it's our relationship with food for many of us is a trigger. And so we'll, 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 de- we'll definitely dive into that bit deeper with David. Um, he really feels by taking these approaches and being very deliberate with our actions, you know, we can get to the heart of the matter and, and getting us on that path to achieving our weight loss goals. It's a really great chat, and I'm sure uh, a lot of you will take some insightful stuff from that uh, that you'll all appreciate. So without any further ado, here's my conversation with David Hernandez. Enjoy. Hey, David, it is Awesome to have you joining me here today on the Audacious Living Podcast. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time and hanging out, man. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's my pleasure, my man. It's uh, great to be able to connect with an individual that's passionate about what he's doing and is just driving that right through through what thank he you. speaks and shares it with his audience. So thank you so much for this platform because you're doing a great job. I appreciate thank you. The opportunity. I, I, you know, it was very important from the onset. Um, anything I did, it was something that I was passionate about. Um, it was important to me that it mattered. Um, you know, I think back uh, real quickly, you know, this kind of started during during the pandemic and I yeah. wanted something of value to be able to sort of give back and offer. And, you know, after a bit of soul searching, if you will, I sort of landed on this arena and here we are. So awesome. Uh, enjoying awesome. the ride and I think it's been really uh, I, I listen I, I feel uh, as, as much as I've given I feel I've gotten so much out of it myself so uh, we'll, we'll cool. keep this going um, I want to I, I don't want to talk about my arena anymore I want to talk about your space that you that, that you you play in a lot uh, because you are dedicated to helping individuals uh, live a little bit we talk about living our best audacious lives on the podcast you know yeah. you help them live their own best lives with 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 their own weight loss journey um right. i wonder if you sort of could talk about sort of the, the work you do and sort of what landed you there how did that start for you 
Absolutely. You know, I take a different approach because I think we all hear about a lot of disinformation, right? And what I like to do is really get to the core of what is causing people to stay stuck in their current life. Okay. When we look at things we do, they're known as patterns or they're known as behavior. Yes. And it's important to reflect and look at, well, what is causing me to stay stuck in this particular behavior pattern that I'm in? Because if we don't address and we don't focus on the cause, we're not going to be able to uproot it or eliminate it to then cause a shift, right? That is really ultimately what I think we all desire. Because yeah. when we're talking about health, right, it's about longevity. It's about a lifestyle. It's about how can what I do influence everything? Because the reality of it is health influences everything that we do. That's right. Without it, we're limited. Without it, we can't perform at our optimal level. Without it, we can't enjoy life. We're struggling with energy. We're struggling with performance. We can't think correctly. We can't function. We're emotionally unstable. And when we don't have a handle on that to identify what is it that's causing me to stay in this current position that I want to get out of, look, it's just going to send us on a big roller coaster. Right. Right. And it's going to send us on a life of unsatisfaction because we're trying yes. to chase something that we truly desire, but we're not ultimately going to fully get there. Yeah. And what I say is that the desire or the want mm -hmm. isn't always enough. Right, right. Because yeah. we all want things, right? Absolutely. We all desire things, sure, right? Sure. But just the desire of wanting yeah. it doesn't guarantee us an opportunity to You're have absolutely it. Right. You're absolutely right. right. There's some causation there that has to accompany it, right? Exactly. Exactly. So I, how did I fall into this? Well, I had a childhood best friend that I did everything with. We mm -hmm. grew up, played, had fun, went to school together, grew up together. And he was kind of the um, awkward, un unable to fit in he was he was a heavier set right he mm -hmm. wasn't very coordinated he wasn't very agile he wasn't as athletic but he battled with obesity his whole life right and in that there was a lot of unhealthy habits right and i was the other kid the athletic the one that was great at sports that was thin right yeah, that was absolutely. so just to paint a picture of what that looked and I would encourage him throughout his, his, our lives together. Look, let's go work out together. Let's do this as much as I knew. And as much as I was influenced because I quickly at a young age fell in love with, with health and exercise and right. sports and just trying to be at my best. Right. right. I had several that influence that, that passion in me. I remember being fascinated with bodybuilders and reading magazines right. and just Right. fascinated with the yep. body right with yep. the ability of a body and so fast forward we we split ways after high school i moved okay. to miami he stayed mm -hmm. in texas mm -hmm. and three years later i got a phone call with um some stunning news that he he had passed away mm. and he had gotten so overweight so obese and was so desperate to get the weight off that he went to get a gastric bypass surgery got an infection mm. two days later and he died right wow. and in that moment it was a sucker punch it was right. uh, uh you know a wake-up call right what happened you know i i was blaming myself i became guilty i was um um mm taking responsibility because I told myself I could have done more. I could have done more. Why didn't I do more? Why didn't I do more? Right. So about eight months of that, of just right. guilting myself. Survivor's guilt is what they call that. Eh? Yeah, that's yes. right. That's right. I had to quickly make a realization and I had to accept the fact that there was not much more I could have done. Right. But what I did do in that moment is I made a commitment. I said, if I can help someone, and as long as I know of somebody that is going through the same thing that my best friend is went through, I want to make sure they don't end up like him. Yeah. And yeah. that is how my journey started. Really looking at, well, how can one, I become as mm -hmm. knowledgeable as I can with mm -hmm. what it is mm -hmm. surrounding, surrounding this. So I, I was already in culinary arts. I was already okay. in getting nutritional background and um, I just deep dived into it. 
and I started to search, how can I help? How can I help yeah. and be of service and be of service? And that's yeah. kind of how this whole journey started, right? It, it kind of, um, I, I, I was um, taking, I like to say, I took a tragedy and made it into Art, you know, yeah. a passion and, and something positive. And 15 years later, I'm still committed to that, right? And I'm helping people with that. But yeah. I did learn a lot from his experience. Okay. And it really brought me to look at health and look at the weight release journey or weight loss journey yep. in a totally different perspective. Okay. Because I believe we're missing a component, right? We're missing an element mm -hmm. that it's not that he didn't want to lose the no. weight. Well, it's clearly not he, that he didn't so he, put forth the right. effort. That's right? right. No, I hear you. That's right. I was going to say, like, he went through this procedure to help yeah. him right so right. no i hear you yeah the want is there yes he he did as best as he could with what he knew yes right? like i would go with him to the gym i'd take him to the gym we do as much as we could but it wasn't enough and so i started asking myself well why what's what's missing here right, right. and when i started reflecting through my years of working with so many people i realized that there was a common denominator there there were two common denominators. It was people, mm -hmm. them, the person, yep. and it was secondly food. And what I quickly understood is that the issue here is the relationship people have with food that is causing them to stay in the situation that they're in. So what exactly does that mean? Look, we're in relationships every single day. Yes. We're in relationships with our friend. We're in relationships with your partner. If you're married, you're in relationships with, with your boss, right? And food is no different. We are literally in relationship with food every single day. Yeah. And based on how you adopted your relationship with food is yes. how you're going to adopt your psychological understanding of food, which yes. then is what you are going to live out. That's right. That's right. Well, you're going to you're, you're going to do what you know. And if that and if that's all that, you know, uh, and annoyingly, if, if annoyingly that's all that, you know, that's what, yeah. how it's going to play out and, and not recognizing you talked earlier about habits, as an example, and patterns yeah. that are adopted. Right. If these patterns right. or habits are uh, uh, negative, if you will, then yeah. that's how it'll play out for you. And so I, I, exactly. I, I hear that loud and clear. And I'm glad you, you touched on that. I do want to go back, David, to the point, uh, And I think it's a significant point around taking tragedy. And first, I want my condolences. My friend, I know it's been quite some time, but Thank the you. fact that you continue to live out his memory through your work uh, is phenomenal. And you should be commended for that. But I Thank absolutely you. love the fact that you, you, you and you, as you said, you've taken a tragedy and you've turned it into something. Right. That's right. And it didn't just rest with you. And you were in this deep hole, if you will. And, and that's some, and that can easily happen. And in some cases, you almost can understand that it happens. But yeah. to take that and grow and build yourself out the way that you did uh, is phenomenal. I think that really is, is is one of the key aspects of the story. So I appreciate you doing yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I think it, it all comes down to choice and perspective. Right. Yes. We could we could look at a situation and, and beat ourselves up for it and blame and kind of uh, dwindle the, the, the circumstance. Or we can look at, well, what can I learn from that? Yeah. I think every tragedy can bring us a lesson and it could bring us something to learn from. Yes. Right. That can always enhance us and make us better. Yeah. Right. Like I didn't necessarily I wasn't uh, directly impacted by how he lived his life, right. but I was impacted by what happened to his life. That's right. So from that, I can look at, well, what can I gain from this and how can I learn something to then now take that with me and impact my life in a such greater way. And little did I know that his story was now going to turn into my life passion and yeah. everything that I do. Right. Yeah. And it, it it's, uh, it, it's crazy. I like to say how, how God does his things, you know, it's, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's a great um, um, experience when you are able to just be pliable and allow yourselves right. to be flexible through every circumstance, right?
that's huge. I, I tell you, that's huge. Someone, some, someone will call it so resiliency, or but but it's it's exactly what it is. Being flexible in and what's happening to you, and understanding that there's are things that can happen around us uh, right. to us, uh, and we have to respond and react. And and and, and you, you talked about choice and perspective. I think those are all fabulous terms uh, that uh, help us in that decision making process. Yeah, um, David, I want to touch on you, you. You sort of talked a little bit about patterns and habits, uh, and yes. I think that ties in nicely to something you spend a lot of time talking talking about which is emotional stress eating, right? Emotional right. eating, if you will. Um, I think that 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 is probably, um, I, I have no idea the numbers maybe you do in terms of the, you know, you know how many how follow that category that are impacted yeah. Uh, yeah. By, by this, but it is a big, again, it's a big one. And I think for some, the no, we talk about the knowing, right? The unknowing, it's unknowingly yeah. happened. Like when I feel this way, I eat, oh, Maybe when I feel this way is when I get into these patterns. And so yeah. I'd, I'd love for you to sort of expand on that because I think it's a, it's a big one and an important one for a lot of people. Absolutely. There was research done and they found that 88% of Americans all admitted to emotion, to be emotional eaters, right? Wow. Pretty and significant. That's a large amount, yeah. right? And not only that, but when we look at, well, what is, is the danger behind this? Well, 74% of all overeating comes from emotions and it is the leading cause of non-communicable diseases, which is producing 11 million deaths each year. Wow. Allow that to sink in 11 million deaths each year being caused because of poor eating habits and emotional eating is one of the leading ones. And there's an aspect to it and also other, other illnesses that don't necessarily lead to death, but things like diabetes and, and, and other, you know, other illnesses that affect our bodies and have an Absolutely. impact, right? So, yeah. it, it, you know, that, that number potentially could be higher based on, you know, what the individual yeah. is dealing with. And, and death is an extreme. We might be yes. saying, oh, well, David, you're, you're really taking it to the extreme. Well, <laughs> the extreme is there, right. but not, that doesn't mean that everything else isn't as significant living unhealthy, living right. with the side effects of it, right? Being depressed, right? Being with low energy, not being at your optimal, not being able to enjoy playing with your kids, not being able to have the, 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 the ability to do things that you want to do in life, right. right? That's just as bad. I mean, I would almost say that's, that can sometimes be worse. You're living out yeah. a life that you do not want. You're practically living in death. Yeah. Right. Your quality of life is the quality of life. That's yeah, right. Not there. Yeah, that's right. And now, so when we look at emotional eating, well, what is emotional eating without getting into the scientific side of it? We understand that it's basically going to food to deal with your emotions, right? right? You're releasing them. you're using food for an, a, an intended source that it wasn't created for. When we look at this, well, to simplify it even more, it's learned behavior. We learned at some point in our life that one way to release our emotions is with food, to deal with our anger, to deal with our sadness, to deal with the stimulation of an emotion right. that we're feeling with food. And how did we learn that? We learned that from our childhood more oftentimes than not, right? The most, the, the, the developmental years of our life between being born to seven years old are the most foundational yeah. uh, and critical component, the moments of our life. And this is where we are looking at everything around us and we're learning from everything. There's observational learning, right? There is um, habitual learning. There's, um, there is um, different, there's, different types of learning patterns that we, that we receive, yeah, that we yeah. utilize as kids to learn from. And being that emotional eating is learned behavior, that means that I saw my mom probably deal with her emotions in that same way. Right, yeah. Or it was introduced to me somehow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's say um, you come home from school one day, you had an uh, argument with your friend, right? Mm -hmm. You're sad, your mom sees you, she comes, she talks to you. She says, everything's going to be okay. But with that, she says, here, have this cookie so you can feel better. Right. right. In that moment is how the conditioning has begun. Right. In that moment is how we have started to subconsciously and neurologically started to build neurological connections, right? Forming neurological traits. And that now starts to become, if that pattern is repeated, mm -hmm. 
if let's say we're through conditional learning, let's say we utilize food to reward somebody. Oh, he did great. Let's celebrate. Right. Let's give them a treat. Right. Give them a right. cake. Right. right. We now are conditionally taught to to celebrate our wins with food. Right. Right. See the that explains than, my, that explains our relationship with Twinkies. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I, now yeah. imagine this: the more you repeat that pattern, that's right. This builds. It now just builds, and mm. now that is how we adopt our relationship with food, yes. which then now forms I psychology with food. Yes. Right. Because it's now this is how I view food. This is how I think of food. This is how I relate with food. This is how I feel about food. Right. This is now my psychological understanding of food. Right. Right. And as you get older, now those patterns just simply magnify. And then it's become what you do, who you are. It doesn't it just thank you. You be, went on to the next point. Right. Yeah. We then now adopt that out as our identity. Right. Right. And we start to live out that life. Yes. Right? That's and then we hear statements as well. That's just who I am. That's yeah. just how I deal with things. Right. I guess that's just how it is. I'm just an emotional person, whatever. So on and so on. We all hear these things. But when we go back, well, what is the issue here? It's that how we were introduced to food is the root cause of what is leading us yes. to do the things that we're doing and is giving us as a result, the outcome of life we are living. Right, right, right. No, I get it. It's, it's, it's clear, David, I mean, in terms of how it's connected and, and yeah. the manner in which you've broken that down is, is really important because you can literally see if you start to trace back and, you know, I'm, I, I joke about Twinkies. I don't have yeah. a Twinkie in years, but I mean, the joke yeah. is where you, where you kind of think back to other things and replace right. that Twinkie with a cookie, uh, uh, another habit, smoking, whatever, like you can All kind of it. see where it starts. And 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 it's often it's 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 an act of feeling that triggers it. And then everything else falls into place. And oftentimes you're doing it and not even aware of what you're doing because it's so deep and rootly, deeply rooted into your subconscious. That's right. And because it was taught, we yes. learned it and we repeated that pattern. What is behavior? It's just a sequence of pattern, a sequence yeah. of choices made over and over again in yes. a specific order. That is why things happen automatically. We don't even think about we've realized it when yeah. we're halfway done the bag of chips, right? <laughs> right. We finish some. Oh, my gosh. What did I just do? Right. <laughs> right. And and it's and it's really important to assess this because this is really the reason why obesity rate has tripled in America. Right. One in every three Americans. Is considered obese in right. America. Right. And, and I don't say this to, you know, to, to knock on anyone, to be offensive towards anyone or to shame anyone. It's simply to bring insight that when we are looking at this bigger picture of weight loss, right, yep, or yep. what is causing it or producing it, we've got to be able to identify where is this stemming that's from. Right. That's right. That's right. That's because right. that's going to give us awareness of ourself. That's we right. live life. 90% of the times not knowing anything about us. Mm, good point. And if we don't have awareness about where things came from, what impacts the things that I do, right? My culture, my environment, my upbringing, the people that I've surrounded me with, the school system, right? Like there's so many things yes. that have influenced and shaped us. And if we don't understand that, and then we don't identify, well, what makes me tick? What circumstances are triggering me to do yep. these behaviors? Yep. Because again, they're going to be linked to very similar things that happened yes. in our childhood. Yes. Because yep. again, there are formation developmental years. So we need to identify what those are and why yes. they trigger me. Yeah. Because if we can identify what they are and why they happen, then again, it's going to give us insight about ourselves to Correct. be able to then take control and take back choice. Take back the power of choice. Well, the part that I think about too, and let's take it a step further here is, yeah. and you'll, 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 you'll see people that, you know, that people or individuals work really hard and they'll lose the weight and it goes mm -hmm. back on. That's right. And, and sometimes it's even more, but I think yeah. 
you know, if, 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 if that insight was there, maybe they would understand why it was on in the first place. And that's, that's the right. issue they can address. So exactly. it's great to go on a, a, a six week or a six month diet training program to get yeah. to this goal. And, you know, you jump on a scale and you're there where you are. I know you have a, you have a, some philosophy around numbers and scales. And we'll, we'll talk about yeah. that too, but, but yeah. to get on that, you know, to get, to get to that point and then say, okay, great. I'm good now. And then go and it's, it's, you slip back in your old habits. You just That's wasted right. the last six months. You haven't achieved anything if you haven't because you the haven't root. addressed the root. That's right. All we're doing is we're masking this. We're we're learning something, right. but if we're not addressing the right. thing that is keeping me attached to right. what it is that's causing me to be here in the first place, it's all going to be temporary. That right. is why diets do they work? Yes. Am I a fan of them? Sometimes, right? Sometimes they can work very well for people. Are right. they sustainable long-term? No. Are they sustainable for, for people's lifestyle or change? No. Why? Because it doesn't address the core root. Right. Because when you now are able to change your relationship with food, right? And now adopt a different psychological understanding about food, you don't ever have to worry about having to live strenuous, restricted, or right. on a diet. Right. Because your relationship with food is healthy. Yes. Right. In the same way you have, you can have a healthy relationship with money, healthy yep. relationship with your wife, a healthy relationship with your coworkers, right? The moment it starts to become unhealthy is the moment everything windows, yes. windows, right? So, the, so then let, let's, let's talk about what that, because I guess, you know, that is, so we, now we, we've identified the issue, we, we garnered the insight, we've gained this knowledge. Uh, then the, the next step is some sort of action, right? And, right. and and so the relationship with food is a big one. How do we change the relationship with food? We've got to first identify, am I happy with who I am today? Okay. If we aren't, we look at, well, what are the behavior patterns I'm doing that are keeping me in here? Then we've got to get very clear at what type of life we want. Because based on that life, there are things that that person does, right? What type of habits do I want to have? What type of relationship would I like to have with food that is going to ultimately give me this life? We, this right. is, we, we've got to get clear with this, who I don't want to lo no longer be and who I want to start to become, mm. right? Because now you are able to invite and introduce who this person is going to start to become within you. Once we identify those things, then now it's about starting to make choices in line with who you want to become. Yep. Now, that means that when we have this insight, we're going to use all this insight, meaning I understand where it came from. I know what my triggers are, right? Yeah. I take it a step further and I look at, well, what is your emotional and physical response? Because everything within us has a response. When yes. I am triggered, something's going to happen in me, mm -hmm. right? And something's going to happen to my body physiologically, right? Why is this important? Well, because it's going to become our alarm system. It's going to be our alert system that when I'm triggered, oh yeah. my gosh, I'm feeling it here. I know that when I feel it here, something's happened to me. Alert, alert, alert. Be careful because you might go to food. Right. Right. Why again is this important? We now start use it, utilizing this to help us stop making the choices that we're making to adopt new ones. How? We got to make a new choice. If today, let's say you're dealing with emotions and you're releasing them with food, well, we have to make a different choice. What would you like to be doing, right? Mm -hmm. And there's tons of things we can do. Sure. We can do breath work, we can walk, we can do exercise, right? We can listen to music, we can meditate, we can pray, right? right? It doesn't matter what we choose, but we have to choose a new behavior. Yeah, replace so a replacing behavior of some sort to take the place of the food. And, and so of you, the current one, that's right. That's right. So the whole idea. So you, you use walking as an example. You're now replacing it with a healthy behavior. That's right. So we're replacing food with now walking. But now this is this is really how we now start to create and develop and form right? These new connections, right? Because it, it's about in the doing of a new, I unlearn how to do something. Yes. Else. Right. So we literally, if we're, if we're looking at it at a forest and there's different trails within that forest, yep. we want to desert this trail 
that has been leading me to food and start <laughs> crafting and, and, and building a new one. That yes. means we're going to have to knock down trees. We're sure. going to have to break down bushes and yes. start creating. Yes. And how do we do that through repetition? Right. So this is how it now starts kind of just to give you a really fast forward look of how it all works. When we start doing, I develop what I call the food behavior quadrant okay. and I break it down into four simple four practical areas. We mm -hmm. identify the cause, right? Which is the root. We yep. identify your triggers and why they trigger you. Mm -hmm. We identify your physical and your emotional responses. Then we identify what are the coping actions that you're taking? What are the foods that you're going to, right? Yes, because yes. when we look at, it's not just all foods. It's right. probably Certain a ones. specific brand of chips, right? Yep. Well, yep. why do we choose that? Well, yep. it's probably again, what was taught to you when you were young, right? Why right. is it the Twinkie? Why is it the Oreos, double stuffed Oreos, right? right? Why is it the ruffles? So that's going to give us insight. Now we take all this information and let's say you're on the street. You have something happen to you. You're in the mall. Something happens. You get triggered. You identify, oh my goodness, I get this response in my body. I'm getting this urge, right? When that happens now, when we've identified a new behavior that we want to do, let's say walking, Yep. We're going to use what I call a power declaration system to start now changing our behavior pattern one through speaking and action taking. Mm. What does that look like? The power declaration goes like this. When I am triggered by blank, yeah. I no longer go to blank, but I do this instead. Yeah. Right. So for yeah. example, when I am triggered because of stress, I no longer go to my Oreos. I go walking instead. instead right. And when you're triggered and that's happened, you declare that. But then in the moment, you perform the action. Yes. Yeah. That you declaration, David, that declaration is oh so important. It's almost a, a commitment we make to ourselves or remind right. to ourselves. And we pull our, what, what it forces us to do, it takes us out of those subconscious automatic behaviors. That's right. And, 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 as, and as that continues, and the more we do that, we've now, and we talk about replacing, replacing that behavior with that's this right. new act. So if it's that's walking, right. then, then that's what it is. And I think that's, that's the, the, you know, the, the chopping down the forest and the trees that you're talking that's about, right. the trees and the forest, that's actually what 100%. you're doing here in this process. And I think it's amazing. In psychology, that's known as stimulus response. What we want to do is we want to create a gap in yes. between being stimulated and quickly responding or gotcha. reacting. Gotcha. Right? So when we are able to recognize it, we stop when we say this power declaration statement, we're literally creating that gap. Got you. So now what does that do? That interrupts our subconscious. Mm -hmm. That brings us back to being able to take control of our situation yep. and take control of our, our doing. Yeah, it brings us That's present. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then make a choice. <laughs> what is it that you want to do? Yeah, right. I don't want to go to food anymore because I know that's that's hurting me. Let's do this instead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And again, through repetition, our brain loves repetition in That's the right. same way you repeated going to food that caused you to learn that we're now going to in that repetition, adopt this new That's behavior right. pattern. And That's now right. we change you neurologically. Well, and the, and the reality is, you know, everyone experiences some form of stress, but they don't all Absolutely. respond to it to the same That's way. Right. And it's really what that we're is talking about is, is changing our response. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, because we experience it. It, it, we're all emotional people. We sure. have them, sure, right? Yeah. It's not just, oh, women are emotional. Look, men out there, we're all, <laughs> we're just as, if not sometimes worse in certain areas, right? Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not a biased thing here, only for women, only, we all have them, but it's like you said, how do we deal with them? Yes. Because as humans, we all need coping mechanisms. We need them. To stay alive, to sure. stay sane. Sure. Sure. Otherwise, sure. it would be a sure. zombie apocalypse. We'd be That's killing right. each other every time, right? <laughs> yes. But it's really what is the coping mechanism that we're yes. choosing. That's so it. in this behavior, food behavior quadrant, we are literally learning how to take back the power of choice so yeah. that now you can start to choose. Because when we're under this behavior pattern, we're not choosing for ourselves anymore. Yes. The yes. behavior pattern is choosing for us. That's right. That's right. The food uh, yeah, is choosing right. for us, yep. right? Yep. The 
trigger is choosing for us. Why? Because it's become automatic. It's just been ingrained. We don't even think about it. But in this, we're interrupting so that we can now start choosing who do you want to be? Gotcha. Yep. What life do you want to have? And then asking ourselves, right, when these urges come, another question I love to ask is, is this choice you're about to make in line with who you want to be? Mm. If yeah, the answer is no, then are you willing to deal with the consequences that come from making this choice? Right. Because you have no one else to blame anymore but self, right? Yes. We no longer will point the finger, but we'll point the thumb at us, um, right? That's it. That's it. No, listen, I think those are great questions. And when you can force yourself to honestly and earnestly ask yourself and answer them too, uh, yeah. I think that will kind of get you sort of on that path of where we're, we're trying to be. And so I, I think that's a fabulous sort of psychological way of approaching because I think it's really that's what we're talking about. There needs that's to be a, a clear psychological path that has reason in it. I think once you can see that reason, you can see the way as clear. And it doesn't seem as insurmountable when people hear about weight loss. It goes, oh, my gosh. But yeah. if you break it down to, like you said, uh, I, I think that works. Uh, you, you, you touched earlier about not being a big fan of diets, if you will. I want you to talk about that because um, that's oftentimes a go to for many people, right? Yeah, yeah. The reason I don't like them is because they're playing off of your emotions, right? They're introducing an unsustainable life, getting you to believe because you're vulnerable that this is all you need to do to right. change you. Because here's the thing, weight issues or unhealthy issues, it's not a weight issue. It's a you issue. It's not a physical issue. Right. It's a you, it's an identity issue. It's who you've learned to become because of what you are doing every single day. Right. So diets, they're not addressing that. They're giving you a quick fix solution that is only destroying you because it is getting you to believe that if I can only do this, this is all I need to really right. be successful. Right. That's right. not true. Right. right? right. So right. they are making money off of your emotions, off of your vulnerability, setting you up to fail because nothing that is restrictive, nothing that is right. absolutely uh, uh, contained, right? Or limiting you to have to do a certain thing. If that what you're doing doesn't line up with your lifestyle, you're going to yeah. eventually fail. Right. It's that simple. You can't it's, sustainability is a word that comes to mind, right? And it's important right. that you, you 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 adopt things, you take on, uh, you do things that can be sustained over the long haul, not just for this six month gap while I'm on this diet, right? That's right. And well. if think of think of how much different it would be if now you change your relationship with food, right? You can eat everything you love. There's no restrictions. But now you had a healthy relationship in how you did it. You understood the principles of nutrition that really are going to keep you in the life that you want and help you build that life. How much greater would that be instead of living restricted, giving up things, having to eat foods you don't love, having to do things that are just unrealistic, right? This is why all of my students never stop eating the foods that they love. Mm. Right. Because here's the reality. Look, it's this simple. You can have all foods. Yes. But when you understand that not all foods benefit you always. Right. It's so much easy yep. to make your choice and to be able to decide when we've adopted the understanding of what is a healthy relationship with food look like and how am I living that out each day? Right. Right. And that's a big one because it, 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 that, that, again, that frames things very nicely for you. I also like the fact that, you, you know, we don't talk about being restricted, right? right. You know, it's it, it understanding, you know, what the consequences of, of choices are. So if you want to have that Twinkie or that cookie or whatever, yeah. you're not saying not to, but yeah. just understand, you know, what happens as a result of or what you need to understand about eating that, making yeah. that choice. And understanding that, look, I can have it if I want. Right. But like, and I don't, when I have a healthy relationship with this Twinkie, I'll have it once a month and I'll be okay. Right. right. I don't have to sit there and eat the entire carton. Right. Right. Because I don't know what that relationship is. It's an unhealthy one. So therefore I'm going to abuse everything that is unhealthy. You abuse it. Yes. Right. <laughs> and when we, when we simplify this concept, 
it is now so simple to live out your life without stress because look, when you're on a diet, look, you become stressed. So like what's happening there? You have two different paradoxes, right? Here, right? right. You're doing a diet to release weight, but you're so stressed that miserable like, it's triggering something else to do right. something else. Right. So right. it's like, it, it, it's, it's a two, a double edged sword, which right. really only leads to more pain and more distraction. Right. 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 Yeah. And if something's supposed to be good for you, it shouldn't feel that bad. Yeah. Not yeah. supposed to, because right? when you're restricted, look, you then adopt the mentality of rarity. What does that mean? Now this food becomes rare. If I'm restricted and I can't have this at all because right. it's a bad thing, it's bad for me, it's bad. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be drawn to it even more because now yes. it becomes rare. So now I'm going to crave it more. I'm going to want right. it more. I'm going to binge on it easier. I'm going to go to it more often. Yeah. But when I now look at, okay, it's all there. It's all available for me. It's not going to go away, right? It, it, it's not going to disappear and no longer be available for me. Yeah. And yeah. I can now have this healthy relationship with it, right? I can have some chips. I can have some pizza. I can have the things that are not necessarily um, things that we should be eating every single day. They're absolutely fantastic. Sure. They taste sure. great, right? Sure. My sure. go-tos I love are, are pizza and hot Cheetos, there right? You go. <laughs> and then you put the hot Cheetos on top of the pizza, right? It's even better. But I don't yeah. do that all the time. Correct. That's There's it. a healthy relationship with it. That's correct. And now that allows me to be able to live life, enjoy yes. all things, and still be healthy and fit living the life that I desire. Yeah, no, I, again, the, it really goes, the, your, your, your messaging uh, and work around the relationship with food is so important, understanding why we go to the foods we go to in these particular moments. Uh, yeah. I think it's, I, I think for a lot of people that, that in itself is groundbreaking. Um, I, I, I got to ask the sort of, you know, what, what your, the, the clients that you're working with, because you work with, is it primarily females or do you work, it's, and, it's open to anyone? And so what that, you know, I guess what I'm imagining, David, is that there's a, a sense of joy uh, when you help people reach their goals and you help oh people get gosh. to where they want to be. That yeah. feeling must just blow you to the moon and back then. <laughs> They're all types, right? I have yeah. people from their young 20s to their 60s and yeah. plus, right? Men, women, all types of, of um, backgrounds, all types of lifestyles. And the beauty of it is because it impacts everyone in the way that everyone eats food. Yep. I have the opportunity to connect with everyone because whether you want to gain weight or release weight, there's one common denominator, food. Yeah. And you, yeah. right? I, I was going to say so, you, but yeah, food, yeah, you're right. yeah, food and you. <laughs> and, and so that, that's the beauty of it, that I'm able to connect with so many men and women, look, from actors to models to, you Amazing. know, blue collar workers to um, corporate executive and business owners, right? And they're all wanting that, striving yes. to live the life that they desire, right? And living their best life. So um, it's fantastic. And now I, I think... COVID did, at least for me in this business, a phenomenal thing for us in a positive way, because mm -hmm. now um, I connect with so many people virtually and all lot, all the coaching that I do is virtually, right? All of my training and coaching systems are all online and people can connect with it. And now this just allows anyone from any lifestyle to be able to do this and take oh, control of their own life. It's fantastic. Oh, I love it. No, I love it. I think that the, the work you're doing is, is incredible. And I mean, going back to the very beginning, what started you with the loss of your friend is, is, is a phenomenal way to, to live out his memory and live out, yeah. you know, that, that commitment that you made to his memory. So that's phenomenal. Um, uh, so David, this has been a really, really, really great chat and lots of learning and lots of insights. And I appreciate you for being being here, I do want to ask you one, 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 one last sort of question, if you will, just around uh, the, the work you do. More specifically, um, the, the significance of, of of time and being patient. Um, I think for many, their 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 you know their their weight gain journey didn't happen overnight, but the expectation that the weight loss happens quicker than it went on, and it it doesn't work that way. I want to sort of talk about just sort of the significance in in, in, in allowing time and and being patient with the journey. When you understand, again, back to what I said, that it's really a you situation. Yeah. We're now able to take the anxiety of the pressure of having to get a specific result. 
because it no longer goes chasing a result. Now it's, I'm going to live my best life and I am now going to be able to craft that. Right. If we can adopt that mentality, that understanding, it now becomes about the process and the journey versus how fast can I lose weight? Right. Because when you work on self and we change you and we start to identify the things that I mentioned earlier and we start to change your psychological understanding, we now are going to be amazed that the weight's going to take care of itself. Yeah. The energy is going to take care of itself right? The building muscle is going to take care of itself, not meaning that it's going to happen on its own. Like we're putting in the work for Still it, right? Rest. We're yeah. taking the actions for it, but we eliminate this anxiety and this pressure that I now have to gain or release this amount of weight in this amount of time. And that's exactly what diets do, right? That's yeah. why they set people up to fail because right. they put this, this drive on, wow, we got to get it down as fast as possible. Okay, great. But then what happens when it all comes back on and yes. more, right? That's right. That's right. But when we have patience and we fall in love with process and we understand really what we're building here, what we're doing, that we're working on you. So you no longer have to deal with this again. What good is it to chase diets, to try to release the weight and end up losing it, uh, gaining it all back right. again, right? Right. And living this life for the rest of your life. Right, 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 right. When you get on this hamster wheel, right? You get on this hamster when you go and you go and you go and you're repeating cycles because as we talked earlier, the behaviors, they're still yes. subconsciously implanted in our they're minds. And we're not thinking about what we're rooted. Right? Absolutely not going nowhere. <laughs> no. So when we work on ourselves and we adopt this relationship of knowing while I'm working on myself, I don't ever have to deal with this again. I don't mm -hmm. ever have to worry about going back to the old habits. I don't ever have to worry about living restricted again, living on a diet again. None of my students will ever hear and never know what it's like to live under a diet again. Right. You so now identify and are able to tap into freedom and you now live versus trying to survive, right? Understanding that everything in and around weight issues or health mm -hmm. issues is a psychological problem, right? Which is why now you're hearing like, for example, you're hearing about Noom, right? Yes, They're yes. now talking about, oh, lose the weight, uh, the psychological way, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Things like that, because now they're starting to understand, oh crud, yeah, it's Real. not just about <laughs> right. dieting and exercising. Right. There's, there's a, a, a deeper, Yes. Issue here. Yes. Right. And, yes. and I'm just so grateful that, you know, I've, I've, I've learned this. I've been able to um, get this revelation about this and, yep. and be able to share this and something that I've been doing for the past 15 years. Well, the sharing we'll part continue to do. Yeah. Well, no, that's phenomenal. And the, sh the sharing part is the, the piece that gets me excited. The fact that it's not like I acquired this information and I'm good with it. It's like, okay, yeah. how much people can I, how other people can I positively impact and, and change it. lives in the way you have? So again, yeah. Dave, Dave, I, I, I got nothing but respect and, and love for what you're doing and congratulations. Uh, it's, it's so, so awesome uh, for, for our listeners who are out there uh, who've been enjoying our every word and, and hanging on to what we've been talking about here. I want if we could tell them if they want to catch up with you or learn more about your work, where, where can we send them? Yeah, a couple of options. You can go to my website, davidhernandez.co. That's davidhernandez.co. That's my website. You want to mm -hmm. connect, you want to have a conversation, we can have that there. They can link with me on all social media platforms under my handle at Dave K. Hernandez. Dave K. Hernandez. They can reach out there and um, they can also catch my podcast. I talk a lot yep. more about this. Again, yep. this is valuable. It's just free insight. I'm a giver of value. Yes. I want to yes. give value and give you insight. Um, and you can catch that on all your favorite podcast stations. You can find that on YouTube as well. That's listen, you're not defeated. Listen, You're Not Defeated is the name of the podcast. And um, you can even just search my name under on YouTube, David Hernandez, and you can find me there. We uh, just did a two-day conference. It was called First Sleep to Better Health. Okay. And I, it was a two-day conference where we broke down everything that I used with my students to help them like put an end to all the things that we talked about today. Right. Um, this past oh, weekend, no, no. it was fantastic. And this is something that I'm, I'm, I'm going to be um, building out further. I want to travel with this, go to sure. different cities and different yeah. states. Again, yeah. this is a way that anyone can join in and just continue to get value. So I'm excited about that moving forward. 
Oh, it's amazing. I think that's awesome. David, this is great, man. Thank you so much for what you're doing and continue to do. And uh, congratulations on success, man. You're doing valuable, valuable work, which is very much in line with your, what you, what, what you're wanting to offer. So uh, congratulations. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me on your show and keep uh, doing what you're doing. Keep crushing, impacting people. And uh, if there's anything I can do to support, please reach out. Appreciate you. I'll keep doing my part as long as you keep doing yours, David. (laughs) Back we are here on the podcast. I got to send out a big shout out and thanks to David uh, for being here and sharing uh, his viewpoints and and, uh, insights on a a different approach to weight loss and, and the thing that we can do to achieve our weight loss goals. You know, so much of it goes back to breaking those patterns that he talked about and then as well our, our relationship with food so really two good points and so thank you david for being here you know when i think back to my conversation with him he really left us with a lot of great points but if there's just one thing that i would take away from our chat it would be this with so much of our daily actions being as automatic as they are patterns of behavior are super easy to fall into and one of the main reasons why we fail to achieve our goals is that we fail to build the right habits to get us to where we want to be you know look we all have desires and wants but those that's not enough uh, to get what we're after you know we have to take specific actions to get there and that may involve an examination of our, our patterns of behavior because if it's the patterns and habits that we follow every day that prevent us from making the necessary changes needed to achieve our goals then it only makes sense that we, that we, we, we take the necessary reaction and build our awareness of what these habits and daily behaviors are you know really it comes down to a few simple changes that will help us make spectacular and audacious results. Hey, listen, if you haven't registered for email notifications of the podcast, please know that you can do so simply by heading over to bestaudaciouslife.com and all you've got to do is enter in your email address and you'll be alerted every time we got brand new content that comes out. We've reached the end of another episode of the podcast. And as always, I want to send a shout out and thanks to our audacious listeners and all those lovers of audaciousness. Uh, your support uh, is greatly, greatly appreciated. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if you are checking this out on your favorite listening player podcast listening platform, we love comments. We love ratings. So certainly I'd ask that you do so. Um, five stars are preferred, but you know, I, you know I'm not trying to twist your arm here. Please uh, go with what you think makes sense and again i want to send my thanks and appreciation until next time stay safe be kind show love to one another and be audacious you've been listening to the audacious living podcast hosted by audley stevenson if you enjoyed what you heard be sure to like subscribe and share until next time be audacious